Welcome to Your Purpose Toolkit. This is a self-paced course that guides you through the purpose development process and provides you tools and resources to support you on your own purpose journey. This is a toolkit you can continuously come back to as you embark on new chapters of your life. Get out your notebooks, your worksheets, and get ready to dive in. We're on the last episode. Pillar three, maintenance tools. We're talking about accountability and creating your maintenance plan. And so it's time to get real. If left to your own devices, would you do what you need to do in order to achieve your goal? Only you know yourself. And so it's asking questions about, am I able to stick to this morning routine? And noting, okay, is this what's serving me? Is this what's helping me? Do I feel good on a daily basis with the habits and routines that I currently have? And going back to that building a new foundation section and really focusing on what is going to best help me and what is going to keep me moving in the direction that I want to move in. And this looks different for everyone. Some really, really thrive with paid coaching because it gives you an extra level of, you know, buy-in and somebody who is you're paying to keep you accountable and on track and you're checking in on certain times checking in weekly making sure that you're moving in the right direction and, and you have somebody to bounce ideas off of to be able to have an unbiased third party who's going to kind of guide you and offer you suggestions and different ways of thinking and looking at things and so sometimes that's really helpful really helpful to have somebody you can turn to and is going to hold you accountable in a way that a friend or a family member or a significant other isn't necessarily going to. The other pieces are, like I said, Google Calendar. <laughs> I'm, I will sing the praises of Google Calendar until the day I die. I mean, that is a great way you put reminders on. It's on there. You can hold yourself accountable because it it's something not necessarily tangible, so it's something you can look at and be like, okay, this is not my schedule for the day. I put my morning routine in my calendar because I make sure that I know this is clocked out. This is designated only for the things that are going to fill up my cup until that time is over. Having an accountability partner, somebody who is going to hold you accountable and you're going to hold them accountable to the things that they want to work on. And this can look very different. Uh, you can use the app Snap Habit, uh, which you can share different habits and routines that you're trying to stick to. And like, it'll keep track of how many days that you've been doing it in a row. Sometimes that works really great for people who are super organized. For me, not so much, not something that is super helpful for myself, but I've had it be helpful for clients in the past. So having somebody who is working on something similar to you can be helpful. I know that I've had friends who have had designated like catch up times with certain people who are working on things that are similar to them so that they can talk back and forth and have somebody that they meet with weekly or every other week that they're going to be checking into and that's enough for them to kind of stick to their goals so they have something to report on. I know with my, you can have a, a virtual accountability group and with my PhD program, I signed up for a dissertation class solely because it would meet once a week 
every week I would have to report on what I'd worked on in my proposal and it would help me have a designated time to write through what my goals were, what I was going to be working on for the next week, what my plans were, what I thought went well, what I thought didn't go well. And I was with a group of people who are also working on dissertations that made me feel a lot less alone because doing PhD work is very lonely. You're working on something completely by yourself other than your committee and so it's daunting sometimes and so they have virtual accountability groups you can sign up some of them are paid some of them are free some of them are for creatives some of them are for people who are writing books you can find a lot of different ways of having that type of support i know clubhouse the app clubhouse has check-ins like groups that are just meant to be there as accountability groups so check out some of those free opportunities and some of the paid ones. They might be really helpful. Setting phone alarms. <laughs> I cannot tell you how helpful that is, even just for reminders to take a breather, to take a rest. Putting a reminder in your phone at a certain time every day that you need to go for a short walk, that can be really helpful for your productivity as well as creating these new habits and these routines, keeping reminders in there. Oh yeah, I need to grab my yoga mat to bring that to work today because I'm going to be going to yoga after work. So you're prepared and, and set up for success. Setting app time limits. Oh my gosh, this is one of the biggest things. I didn't learn about these things until entrepreneurship, uh, but I have every single notification turned off in my phone except for text messages and WhatsApp because those are the ways that I communicate with people. Uh, and I will get reminders and stuff from Google Calendar and Venmo and those types of things. But my social media, all of my notifications are turned off. There's not, I don't get pop-ups or anything. I don't even get pop-ups for my email. I have notifications turned off then. I figure I will check my email. I don't need to have a little red bubble reminding me that there's something I need to look at because it's not urgent. I can check it when I need to check it. And so those types of things have made it much easier for my brain to settle down and not feel like everything is urgent. And I also have a setting on my phone, so I have an iPhone, but I'm sure that you can do this on other phones, where for my screen time, I have, if you go into settings and then screen time and then hit downtime, I have it scheduled that from 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. every single day, all of my apps turn off, other than like messaging. And I, there's certain ones you can customize so that um, certain ones stay available because you use them. But for all of my social media apps, I have to, after 5 p.m., click on the app and then it'll say, do you want to ignore the time limit? And I have to decide that I'm going to ignore the time limit in order to have that app work. And so it gives me that extra level of consciousness and thinking about what I'm doing because I'm then consciously deciding whether or not I'm going to go scroll on an app, consciously deciding what I'm going to check. So... I highly recommend setting app time limits and, and making sure that you have boundaries. I mean, these are forms of boundaries set up so that you are managing your time and managing your well-being in a way that is comfortable for you. Uh, you can do daily, monthly checklists. Very helpful. You can uh, and have multiple checklists set up. That works great uh, for me. <laughs> and having different things set up so that I, I know 
I don't have to remember everything in my brain. I can just go back and look and be like, oh yeah, these are the things that are coming up for me. And like I mentioned before, having a written calendar, some people really want to have that written down. And so that's a really great way to keep track of things. So just knowing what that looks like for you and that it looks different for everybody can be really helpful. Another question to ask is, do you work better with a strict schedule or flexibility? Some people work really great with having everything organized and having everything set up in a very strict schedule. Others want room for more flexibility. And so knowing that about yourself, I'm a person, I like more flexibility. I don't like having everything in my calendar down to a T. I like having room to be able to determine what my energy levels are and what my creativity levels are and what I'm able to do on a daily basis. Another piece of these maintenance tools is continued learning. If you cease to go inward, you'll return to looking outside of yourself for answers. And so part of this journey is continuing to explore your identity, continuing to explore who you are, and knowing that that's going to shift and change over time. And so asking yourself, how am I going to continue to learn about myself? What helps me to trust my own insight and my own intuition? What tools do I currently have to learn about myself and my gifts? What do I feel is missing from my toolbox? And so utilizing this platform and this toolbox to be able to be like, okay, what tools really work for me? What tools don't work for me? I, you have a whole bunch of library resources with podcasts and books, with physical health resources, mindfulness resources. There's so many different opportunities to explore within this toolkit. But also outside of this, there's so many things that I don't have in here that might be helpful for you. And so kind of exploring what's available to you and learning what tools help you the most and learning more about yourself and continuing to do that learning over time and reflecting on who you are now because who you are right now while you're taking this course might be different a year from now and maybe if you come back and try different tools some might speak to you more than others and so knowing that that's a continuous process and it's going to continue over the lifespan that you're going to keep learning about yourself and keep growing and again, those are going to look different. Maybe paid coaching works for a certain period of your life. Maybe astrology is something you're really interested in for a certain time. Maybe human design, maybe EFT tapping, maybe journaling, maybe numerology or therapy or hypnosis or meditation. These different modalities and different practices all are going to look different and have different meanings for you over the course of your life. And maybe something you were really interested in previously that was really helpful, a great tool for you at one point in your life is no longer that for you and it's searching out different ones that are going to help you in the moment you're in right now and in as a reminder boundaries these are going to be really important for you as a maintenance plan as well the more you loosen your boundaries you've set for yourself and for others the more likely it is to fall back into old patterns and so this is where that accountability ties in and also the fact that it's a practice setting these boundaries is hard sometimes and so coming back to those questions and utilizing the resources from that episode on boundaries on things that you can say ways to practice 
you know, setting those with low stakes to begin with and then working your way up to the relationships where it feels a little bit harder to set those boundaries and keeping those in place over time and knowing that they're going to lack sometimes and that's okay and that we just have to, you know, be firm and, and set those up and be assertive in what we need. And part of that is knowing what we need in the moment. Which of these things do you need? Do I need more accountability? Do I need clarity? Do I need to notice some of the things that are causing me to fall back? Do I need to do some continued learning on who I am and what my strengths are and what my gifts are? Do I need to focus more on boundaries right now? Do I need to redo a workbook? Do I need time to reflect? Do I need to make a change? Asking what do I need in the moment? And so part of that too is tuning into the bodily signals that that we have. What does our body say that we need in this moment? And there is a worksheet in the platform that is what's my body communicating to me? And that might be really helpful to go through. It's something that maybe seems a little bit out there when we're talking about purpose, but Purpose is really a lot of listening to our intuition, a lot of identity work. And if we can't hear our own thoughts or the cues that our body is telling us, and sometimes we've turned off those cues, it's it's a working towards turning that back on. And so I do really highly recommend going through that worksheet as well to work through, you know, what does safety and comfort look like to me? What does safety and comfort feel like to me? What does it taste like? What does it sound like? And going through that and kind of creating a dictionary of the way your body communicates to you, because that's going to tell you when you need to set better boundaries, when you need to do some more explanation of your strengths, when it's time to move on to a new opportunity. Our body is such a great communicator, but we weren't always taught how to listen. And so that's going to be a big piece of that maintenance plan is understanding the cues that your body gives you so that you know the next right action to take for yourself. And that's the end of the coursework. That's the end of the walkthroughs. We are now fully complete on the toolkit. And now the job is to go back and do the workbooks, go through the worksheets, and implement the things that we've talked about and walked through. And like I said before, all of this stuff seems very simple, but it feels sometimes like the hardest things for us to do. And so it's taking that time with yourself, being patient, being gracious with yourself, and allowing yourself the time you need to make these sustainable changes over time. This is not a one and done thing. That's why it's a toolkit. It's something to come back to. It's something to work on piece by piece and take actions over time that lead to a large change. But they were small, you know, bite-sized steps as, as you were going along. And that's what leads to these big life-altering changes. So take the time that you need. Take the time to come back to these tools as you need them. This is something you can take along with you wherever you go and know that it is lifetime access that you can come back and listen and, and learn and come back as the in the different chapters that you're in over the course of your life as well. We oftentimes need reminders of 
how amazing we are as people. Um, I want you to to have that and to come back to this and feel like it's a warm hug and a reminder that you can get through whatever the thing is that you're going through right now that it might feel hard in this moment but you're you're going to make it through and let these tools and these methods be a reminder of how strong you are and how many skills and, and strengths and the wisdom that you already possess to move through these challenges and obstacles that you face in your life. You possess all of these tools to be able to get through anything. And this is not about teaching you something that you don't already know. It's just a reminder of the things that you possess within you to create the type of future and the new life chapter that you're seeking sending you so 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 much love and wishing you well on this day please enjoy the tools in this toolkit let me know any feedback that you have any tools that you would like to see added i am open to adding new resources as we go along and i hope you have a lovely lovely day